Ben, if I wanted to hear a podcast between you and Justin Koo talking about life, love, and other mysteries, where would I go to find this podcast? You would definitely go first to the internet. If you don't know how to use the internet, you'd open your web browser, Google Chrome, uh-huh. Mozilla Google Firefox, Chrome? something of that sort. Safari? And then you would go to Justin Koo's Instagram, which is at jkoo. And then there's a link... <laughs> I don't know, I think. That's probably the worst way to find the podcast, I would imagine. Like, you could do that on your phone, Oh, right? Yeah. These people are never going to find the podcast, and that's cool because that means you probably won't get canceled because no one's going to listen. <laughs> it's crazy is that th- all three of us do podcasts and we can't figure out what to say. Well, hey guys, this has been very helpful. I'm excited <laughs> to, to, to listen to the Dusty Boys podcast. Count me in. Is there a place in your life where you've dug a hole through the fence Mm. and you're running away or there's a situation in your life where you think is great tribulation and great distress and you're beginning to think to yourself, maybe I've done something wrong that has caused God to not look favorably upon me. All right. Welcome back to the move where we are vibing with the book. 10 minutes at a time. The the move is officially on the move. We're As you can tell, we're not back in the studio. Uh, LRT and the move, we're, we're here in, in Oregon at a church. Yeah. Y'all can follow us on social yeah, media if you yeah. want to learn more about that. Yeah. But with that said, the next 10 minutes on the clock are dedicated to Romans chapter 8, verses 31 to 39. Let's do this. Well, wait, wait. Before we do it, one question. Yeah. Have you read it? Go read it right now. Check it out. 10 minutes on the clock, starting it. in three, two, one. Let's go. So um, I do want to talk about verse 26. Where are we starting? Verse 31? <laughs> verse 31. No, we're starting with verse 26. <laughs> okay, go for it. Just because what catches my attention is that likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness. What kind of weaknesses are we talking about here? Well, there's... Uh, like I can't number, go to the gym and squat enough? I can't go to the gym and squat <laughs> enough. But <laughs> this, this idea of vulnerabilities, okay. our vulnerabilities... Um, I think is the, the, the word here for weakness is this idea that in these moments where we are tempted to doubt or in these moments when we are tempted to not feel confident uh-huh. and secure in what God has spoken through his son, not only what he has spoken through his son, but what he has done through his son condemning sin and the evidence that we have in, say, the life of Abraham, right, that the spirit now comes in and helps us in our weakness and the beautiful line well what the the thing about this line is that we have spirit helping us even while we experience moments of weakness vulnerability why do we feel that weakness and vulnerability are so diametrically opposed to the confidence that we could have in god why are they in opposite sides of the uh, of the spectrum right explain that question to me because because where he's going yeah and, and we'll see this in in verse 35 he talks about like these seven things that he we could experience that could theoretically separate us from god oh, okay okay and, yeah. and paul's experienced pretty much all of them except yes. for death yes but will experience death yes yes and he's saying none of that can separate us yes he's combating the the, the common understanding that these things do separate us. Okay, okay. So there's this, okay, I think I understand. So on the one hand, you have that in my body, I will experience doubt, loss of confidence from time to time, that I will experience circumstances in my life that might really challenge my um, sense of, hey, this thing is absolutely 
this thing is absolutely set and secure, right? Mm-hmm. Those moments could open me up, make me vulnerable to actually lose in lose confidence in the settled belief that God has accomplished what he said he has accomplished in his son, that it's true, and that somehow these circumstances, i.e. the things that are pressing on me and might leave me weak or vulnerable, that these circumstances can somehow speak louder than truth. Yeah, isn't that weird? How, how circumstance can speak louder than truth. I mean, on, on, on paper, I mean, why would that ever make sense? Like, why would just some whispering and some doubt speak louder than the actual word of God? Uh, and yet in the moment, those things do speak so cl- so clearly and so loudly. And that's what's been going on in Romans 8. He's like, the spirit is within us and it's groaning and it's trying to get out and it's trying to speak and, you know, just speak this loud voice of our confident standing that the sons of God will be revealed and that we are this thing. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's the tree the sapling breaking through the ground, right? It's this tree growing up into the fullness of its righteousness, its branches, just kind of figuring out what it is so that it can bear fruit unto righteousness. And Paul is saying in that whole experience, you might feel weak and vulnerable, but you have the spirit yeah. and the spirit helps you in those moments. Believe spirit, don't believe flesh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the, and that is the, the guiding principle upon which we are called to live yes. as followers of Jesus. So then this is where we can get to 831. All right, right. Go for it. Like, what then shall we say to these things, particularly these things that might assail us? What shall we say to these things that might try to move us from our confidence? Right. This is what we say. If God is for us, who can be against us? This yeah. question, God is for us. And like, well, well Paul, Paul, how do, how do how, I know? How about the Romans? Yeah, yeah. How about the Romans? <laughs> They're like, killing all of us. Like, no, no, no. He's conquered death through the resurrected Messiah. Well, Paul, how can I be sure? Paul's like, we saw him. Yeah. Like, he's alive, right? So then how he, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things. Yeah. Paul here is highlighting several different questions that I think manifest themselves in the life of a believer as they experience a, a, a moment of doubt. Yeah. And I think all these questions kind of point us towards one undergirding principle and it's that that God is not against you that yes. God is for you yes. evidence in, the, in 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 that that text you just read that he wouldn't even give up his own son but he gave his son for us yes. as the ultimate demonstration that that God's heart is towards not against yes so that then this is where your faith is grounded I'll, I'll give you an example this last weekend I was traveling with a friend to another part of Washington yeah. and I get a phone call from Emily okay and the phone call is Justin oh my goodness Ronan has escaped Ooh, okay. Ronan's my little puppy less than a year old puppy he was hanging out at my mother-in-law's uh uh, and she went out for a nap because she works nights Mm -hmm. and she puts him out into the backyard at noon comes back at two in the afternoon he had dug a hole under the fence and escaped and so they're freaking out they're running all over the place and ronan you've met ronan Mm. doesn't like people so Mm. anytime a person's gonna come he's gonna run the other way and we're like what are we gonna do how are we gonna find him Uh and immediately my heart moves towards Ronan in the sense that I'm moved so much that I, I just want him back. Yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. matter what he's doing. Turns out he's at the park chasing squirrels and birds <laughs> like a stupid animal does. But my heart moved towards Ronan in, yeah. that, in that moment. And yeah. I thought, man, if this is but what a fraction of God, how God feels towards <laughs> us, what does that say about God? 
<laughs> sorry, you know what I just squarely landed is that one, you have this awesome contact point of faith. You have this moment where you're like, oh man, contrast that between our heart at times and God's heart towards us, even when we dig holes for ourselves and flee. And right? we get outside the fence. We get outside the fence. Yes. We're like, oh, we're, we're on the other side. And it's like, no, 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 God is 100% for you. But well, he, that's, hold on, that's the first okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. The okay. second thing I just did that really hit me is that you don't have kids. You're <laughs> 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 talking about your pet. Yep. Oh, it's good. Oh, I'm thinking about like even like Ronan. Ronan has no ability to get back home. Yeah. He can't jump that fence back, he can't yeah. even find his way back. Yeah. Yeah. to the house yeah. the only way that Ronan get, makes it back isn't through any effort of Ronan yeah. but it's simply through well in this case his mother yeah yeah that went out looking for him yeah. so let's let's move here um, verse 35 right okay who shall separate us from the love of Christ and then this this these questions that he has these categories he presents right uh, when you go through tribulation in life will that separate you from the love of God hmm. I mean You've been through tribulation, been through some heartache. Some heart. I wouldn't. I don't know if I could accurately describe it as tribulation, tribulation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I haven't had always the easiest life yeah. in the world. Yeah, and here's the thing: is that your suffering is true suffering, even if it, in some sort of scale of objective suffering, is a lesser sum of yeah, suffering. Yeah, but it's suffering nonetheless. Sure. We, we know what it is to go to to go through that, right? Right. Does that actually separate you? Does the moment of tribulation separate you? Paul's like, well, no, no. You ever find yourself in distress? I remember growing up, there were times when there wasn't enough food in the fridge, right? And thank God we had godly people that we lived by and that we went to church with. And I remember there were times where they would leave bags and bags of groceries, right? Mm. And my mother, I would see the distress on her face. And yet the love of God through these people manifest. So that Paul's asking these questions. She'll, tribulation, will distress, will persecution, famine, nakedness, any of that, danger, sword. Yeah, we, we have the sense that if I'm doing everything right, then everything in my life should be going right. Uh-huh. And what he's going to highlight here in this passage in verse 36, as it's written, for your sake, we're being killed all the day long. We're regarded as sheep to the slaughtered. It's interesting that he, he quotes this specific psalm, because there's a lot of psalms in which yeah. people are complaining yeah. about suffering or whatever the case yeah. is. But what's unique about this psalm yeah. is that at least as we can read, they were doing things right. Yep. That's right. In Psalm 44, and I think it's verse 22, they're actually doing things the right way, and yet there's this tribulation that's happening. In, in Psalm uh, 44, I think verse 17 is like, well, we didn't forget the covenant, and mm-hmm. yet we're being, right? we're being killed all the day long. That the circumstances of our lives don't determine the truth of his faithfulness towards us and in us. Mm -hmm. His faithfulness is revealed in the person of Jesus and in his covenant keeping through Jesus to us so that anything that we go through, tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, sword, that does not actually remove us from the love of God, but because we're so rooted in the love of God, we can go through those things firmly rooted in who we are because he has spoken. Yeah, and that's true when we are doing things right, like the psalmist in that chapter. Yeah. And that's also true about our life when we maybe aren't doing things all the way right. So then let me make a point, last 24 seconds. Is there a place in your life where you've dug a hole through the fence mm. and you're running away or there's a situation in your life where you think is great tribulation and great distress and you're beginning to think to yourself, maybe I've done something wrong that has caused God to not look favorably upon me. Hmm. What's the word to that person? You've done something wrong, true, but it doesn't mean that God's against you. 
No, no. Nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. You might have dug a hole through the fence, but the heart of the Father longs and is 100% active. There you go. That's 10 minutes. We'll see you tomorrow.